0: Welcome to Randomly with R. My name is R Jones and I just want to share a few thoughts on police reform and how the current philosophy needs to change. But before I get into that, I want to revisit a time when I was a young kid growing up in Hollis, Queens, and we had the neighborhood beat cops who knew the residents of our community and we, in turn, knew who they were. To me, with the police in the community knowing each other, seemed to create a bond. There was was that level of mutual respect between us, but in today's climate, that level of mutual respect has dropped significantly. We see proof of this damn near every day as there are police officers, and perhaps through the orders of their superiors, who unnecessarily harass, arrest, assault, and ultimately kill us. We have seen way too many examples of the police unjustly slaying black and brown men and women nationwide. Names like Eric Garner, Sandra Bland, Walter Scott, Laquan McDonald, Tamir Rice, Breonna Taylor, and most recently, George Floyd. Sadly, I am leaving out many other notable victims of police brutality, and I'm sure that there are those whose stories have never been heard let alone been caught on video. Black and brown people who have seen this story play out time and time again, they are growing increasingly angry and frustrated with dealing with the loss of another brother or sister at the hands of those sworn to protect and serve citizens of this country. But sadly, we get reminded that we are not deserving of that type of service. How do we typically respond to these travesties? Usually, we take our pent-up anger and emotions to the streets, holding rallies and protests. I mean, it's a nice show of unity and togetherness temporarily, but what does it really accomplish long-term? Clearly, this absolutely solves nothing, because once the public uh, outcry dies down, we are hit with another incident of police violating us. What needs to be executed is a new way of thinking putting our heads together collectively and actually thinking outside of the box. One way to go about bringing change, coming to a solution to police brutality, may be through the political lane. Now I have more than a few friends and associates who are dead set against that. They feel that the voting process is worthless and does not make a difference. But again, we need to think outside of the box here. And if you've grown sick and tired of how the police constantly violate our rights and and physical harm to us, then should we not take every avenue to try to stop this? And this may not be as difficult as you think. Can we not inquire to our local district's councilmen slash women on how to go about trying to institute a federal police reform, perhaps enlist their help on this matter, we can reach out to our state assembly or maybe even the public advocate's office and many others who are on a local level. Don't we owe it to ourselves to at least try? We have to drop the thinking of it won't make a difference, especially if we haven't taken a shot at it. I briefly had mentioned voting and just need to say this in regards to it. If there is a candidate running for a local office and their way of thinking is the same way of, as ours, why not support that person and try to elect them in the office they aspire to get to? If that individual gets into office, they may be, they may be able to help in getting solutions to our issues. Now, if I sound as if I'm preaching, <laughs> believe me, I'm, I'm really not trying to. But the point I'm trying to drive home here is that we need to expand our thinking. And try to come up with a solution that rallies and protests never have. Let's think long term. Let's think outside the box. So until then, randomly.